Welcome to the late edition of the Daily Mind Podcast. How's everyone's evening? Hopefully everything is going well. Everybody's week is starting off on the right track. Um, doing this episode kind of late tonight. Um, got back from the casino, whatever the case is. Had some uh, internet issues and some audio issues, but you know I'm still going to push and try to give one more attempt to do this episode. If not, it'll be uh, another episode on Wednesday. Um, to give you a heads up, there won't be an episode tomorrow. Um, again, I like to give some predictability sometimes, so, uh, yeah, there won't be an episode tomorrow. Um, there will be one on Wednesday after the fact, after today. Um, but it is Monday, so of course, every Monday I go with news out of a hat, where I go and choose and pick random news stories, read it, kind of critique it, give my little two cents, and then go from there. Some stories are funny, some stories are sad, some stories are just, like, downright freaking ridiculous, but, uh. Hopefully we actually get, I get some good stories uh, this time around. Okay, first story right off the back. I just got this uh, word from uh, New York. Um, the MTA is going to test finally, after so much social pressure, are going to test screen doors. Now, screen doors in other countries, especially in Japan, is common. And those screen doors are to protect passengers from falling on the tracks or being pushed on the tracks. But in the recent years in New York City, there's been a crazy increase in uh, personnel, um, non, um, like just people on the tracks getting either pushed or shoved or just, in, you know, trespassing, um, you know, just non-MTA workers. So now they're going to test three stations with screen doors. New York City, I feel like it's not going to be a good thing because, you know, one, people are going to find ways to get on the tracks and two... New Yorkers can't have shit nice. They're just going to break things. They're going to break the screen windows. They're going to break the screen doors, all that. So it says here, um, it says here, this is from Secret NYC. Uh, the MTA will install subway platform doors in the coming months. On the heels of Mayor Adams um, and the MTA subway safety plan shared in February of last year, a new effort has been announced adding subway platform doors to station platforms. Um, it says, in the previous interview with New York One, MTA Chair and CEO General Lieber Shared that the Transit Authority will install platinum, uh, platinum platform doors at select stations to help prevent people from jumping or being pushed onto the subway tracks. Um, it says, and according to Gothamist, the city will begin constructing these doors in the coming months. The pilot program will take place at Times Square 7 Line, 3rd Avenue L Line, and Sutphin Boulevard in Queens. These were selected because the engineering works there. For example, the infrastructure of other stations doesn't lend itself to building viable barriers on the platforms. It just doesn't work in a lot of places. So basically, this is ba- this is saying not all these stations are going to get it. Let's be real. The MTA has over 450 subway stations. And due to some engineering issues and stuff, they're not all going to get this. And more than likely, the stations that are getting these are going to be stations that are pretty packed. Um, so, yeah, that we're not going to see them in all stations. But, um, you know, basically... Um, they're making strides to like keeping people off the tracks, but let's be real, it's New York. People are gonna find ways on the tracks. People are gonna find ways to do really ridiculous shit, and people are gonna find ways to to off themselves because it's also like suicides. They want they don't want people jumping in front of trains, but people will find a way to jump in front of a train, especially when they know the stations that don't have these screen doors. But good luck to the MCA on that. And they're also trying to. Retrofit stations with this new turnstile to prevent fare evasion, and for what it looks like, it look it looks like people have kind of figured that out too. So, hey, New Yorkers, when they find a way, they find a way. 
And they sure found a way already to beat the system. All right, so moving right along to another story. Uh, and also, what's next here? Let's see. Um, uh, oh, now, you may have remembered this incident about three years ago in Central Park where this uh, African-American bird watcher um, was hassled by this, uh, this woman, this Karen. Now he's actually getting uh, a National Geographic TV show. Now, I think that the story goes, like, she's seen this dude. He's a big black dude, you know, pretty fit. And she just didn't like his presence and just went off. So the article is coming out of BET.com. Um, lifelong bird enthusiast Christian Cooper wants to spread the gospel of birding to viewers. Uh, Christian Cooper, the black bird watcher who was falsely accused in 2020 by a white woman of harassment in New York City's Central Park, has scored a TV show airing on National Geographic Channel. Nat Geo's May 16th announcement say Cooper will guide viewers into the world of bird watching. Quote, whether braving stormy seas in Alaska for puffins, trekking in a rainforest in Puerto Rico for parrots, or scaling a bridge in Manhattan for a perigene falcon. He does whatever it takes to learn about these extraordinary feathered creatures and show us the remarkable world in the sky above. A premiere date has not been released for the six episodes that are in the works, uh, New York Times reports. Cooper, 59, became an avid bird watcher at age 10, growing up on Long Island and wants to share his passion for studying birds, a branch of zoology named ornithology. Uh, ornithology I mean. He quotes and goes on to say, I love spreading the gospel of birding, he told Times, adding that he wants more people to stop and watch and listen and really start appreciating the absolute spectacular creatures that we have among us. It said that he first stepped into the national spotlight <clears throat> After Amy Cooper, who is not related to him, was caught on video calling the police on him after he politely asked Amy Cooper to leash her dog. The encounter happened when Cooper was birdwatching in Central Park. Quote, I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life, Amy Cooper is heard saying on the video. In the video posted, the Twitter went viral and ignited a furor as social media users called out Amy Cooper's racist act. There were also real-life consequences over the incident including the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, charging Amy Cooper with filing a false police report and losing her job with the investment firm Franklin Temple. Now, how about them apples? You got two people of the same name who cross heads, and he comes out on top, she loses her job, and we never hear from her again. In fact, I don't even think she's probably in New York anymore. Her face has been plastered everywhere online. She's probably out of there. And just the fact that one day she's going to sit there and channel surf and or see an ad and have this guy's face on it, <laughs> priceless. Talk about, you know, how about them apples? He definitely took that shit to the bank. Big ups to him for that one. Um, because that whole episode at Central Park was just, it was completely unnecessary, to say the least. I mean, it could have been handled better, but, you know, some people are just like, um, yeah, just, I don't know, man, just good, good for him. All right, so uh, moving right on to this next episode. I mean, next episode. I'm looking for another story um, to share. Let's see what we got here. It's pretty light. You know, I recorded an episode earlier, and I had to um, I had to redo it because of the audio issue. And um, I had a lot more stories going, and now I have to sit here and look through the stories again. And you know, because I had to fix an audio issue, which is. Um, which is not a big one. I just have to get... I got to get another pair of headphones. It just doesn't seem to be cooperating with my Nanocaster. Um, another Bud Light um, 
Target story. As you know in the news already, you might have heard uh, thousands and thousands of times that these two companies are in some serious trouble over the fact that, you know, their support for the LGBTQ community and their target, no pun intended, audience, some people are just not about it. It says, um, <clears throat> Bud Light and Target continue to back Pride events after attempts to backpedal. It says, Target and Bud Light continue to sponsor events during Pride Month despite widespread calls for boycotts of the brands over their advertising and marketing strategies that cater to the LGBTQ audiences. Target, the nationwide retail chain, <clears throat> retail chain, and Bud Light parent company Anheuser-Busch faced backlash for their efforts to appeal to the LGBTQ community, only to come under more fire when they tried to backpedal. But even as the battle they negative publicity, Target and Bud Light haven't pulled away from this year's Pride celebration. Target is a platinum sponsor of the New York City Pride, which requires uh, a $175,000 donation. And Bud Light's parent, Anheuser-Busch, is a sponsor of Pride celebrating in Chicago, San Francisco, Charlotte, and elsewhere. Many other big companies are sticking to their sponsorships as well, including PepsiCo, Starbucks, General Motors, and Jeep, parent Stellantis, all of which said they have been supporting Pride events for decades and aren't hesitating to back them uh, again this year. Listen, I, I, I mentioned this um, before, that these companies are kind of caught in the middle of a tug of war between um, you know, conservatives and LGBTQ supporters. Now, LGBTQ supporters is, is more of a niche market for these companies, which is why they aggressively are trying to get more people from this demographic. Conservatives, on the other hand, um, are, also, are trying to pull Target away from that and Bud and, and Kohl's and all these other companies away from that. But, you know, you know these companies are going to go where the money is. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. They really don't give a shit about gender. They don't really give a shit about anything, you know, left and right. They care about one thing, and that's green. So they're going to go where the, where the money is, and they're not going to back down from it, okay? This niche market is going to turn into something big and lucrative one day, and they know it. So they're going to, they're going to go where the money is. Believe me, it, it's more than just support. I'll be honest with you, and we all know that. Um... Let's see what else we got here. Uh, what other news? Uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. I'm trying to find something. It's kind of a light day today, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but nonetheless, it's it's something. Give me a second. I'm just kind of searching here. Uh, guys, some of the things I come across on my thing. It's kind of crazy. Um, let's see what we got going on. Hmm. Oh, that's some weird looking fish. Okay, so I'm, I'm still looking. Give me a second. Uh, let's see something. I'm sorry, I'm still looking. And like I said, it's a pretty light day, which is not bad, but not good either. Um,. What else I could find? I've seen a couple of news articles. Actually, let me go to this other source. See what the hell we got going on here as far as the news. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, you know what? Let's go. I'm going to go to CNN, and then I'm going to go, because I like to bounce around different news articles. I'm not a left guy, right guy. I'm a moderate, kind of in the middle kind of guy. I like to listen to both sides of the stories, both sides of the coin. Um... But yeah, some people are just kind of really, really fixated on this one side or another um, kind of deal. 
All right. So, of course, um, coming out of Florida, you might have heard of that um, that shooting in Hollywood, Florida, which is actually where a lot of my wife's family resides. Um, there was a big shooting on the Broadwalk in front of everybody. You know, people just don't have a care in the world. Uh, this is coming out of CNN. Five suspects have now been arrested in the Florida shooting along Hollywood Beach that injured nine people. It says five suspects in the Memorial Day shooting that injured nine people near South Florida's bustling Hollywood Beach Broadwalk are now in custody, police announced Monday. The shooting last, uh, last week began as a fight between two groups that ended with gunfire. Wounding innocent bystanders on the in the crowd, crowded broadwalk, including a one-year-old child, according to Hollywood police. Two people under the age of 18 are among the suspects arrested in the shooting. A 15-year-old boy and a 16-year-old boy and an 18-year-old man were all charged with one count of attempted murder in the first degree, eight counts of attempted second-degree murder, and one count of carrying a concealed firearm, according to uh, according to police. The three new arrests come in addition to two others who were arrested in the immediate aftermath of the shooting. The May 29th shooting sent people running down a crowded palm tree-lined walkway that straddles the beach. Video of the incident showed people jumping into the nearby sands as officers responded to the scene. You know, again, what is wrong with getting your ass whooped? It seems like a lot of people don't want to lose a fight. So, of course, somebody has to have a gun. Like, it's crazy on a crowded sidewalk. And it was just nothing but teenagers. Man, fuck them. Let me tell you something. They need to start putting teenagers' names out there that get arrested. You know, we got to shame them. Like, we got to, like, also shame their parents. Their parents need to be put on blast. Because what are the parents doing? And, and, and you know, people are like, oh, well, the parents, they don't always have time to do things. They don't always have time to watch their children. And that's the problem right there. I mean, parents, it's hard to a point. You don't always have time, but you got to make time. Or you're going to have your kids running out there doing shit like this, throwing their lives away over what? Some, some local neighborhood beef? Come on, man. You got you got to do better than this shit. You got to do better than this because there's there, there's just no way. It's summertime. Like it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be. This is why I hate summer because again, summer uh, brings out the fucking crazies. I don't like summer at all. In fact, I get a little anxious about the summer, or just in general when the weather gets nice because people don't know how to act, especially after the pandemic. It seemed like people just kind of just lost their mind a little bit more. I I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Okay, here's another interesting article, and I did see something like this just on the news a few minutes ago. Um, it's saying vaping helps fuel huge rise in bad behaviors on planes. You know, they use this campaign on... Before I get into this, there was a campaign on smoking to try to stop people from smoking, stop kids from smoking. But now that teenagers and shit and, other, and adults have found an alternative to vaping, now vaping is bad. It's like, damn, let people be. If they want to smoke, let them smoke. If they want to vape, let them vape. I, I will say, though, there's caveat that there are certain places where you shouldn't smoke and shouldn't vape. But apparently now they're blaming uh, the increased bad behavior on airlines on this. It says there was hope that when mass mandates on planes ended and people got used to traveling again, airplane passenger behavior might improve. Perhaps all those midair scraps, diverted flights, and the abuse and harassment of flight attendants might die down. That dream has been dashed. Unruly passenger incidents were more than a third higher in 2022 than it was in 2021, a new global analyst by the International Air Transport Association has revealed. The aviation body has recorded an increase of 37% year-on-year, with the most common types of incidents being ones that involve non-compliance, verbal abuse, and intoxication. Smoking of cigarettes, e-cigarettes, vapes, and puff devices in the cabin or lavatories 
was the number one non-compliance issue highlighted by the IATA, followed by a failure to fasten seatbelts when instructed, exceeding the carry-on baggage allowance, or failing to store baggage when required, and consumption of own alcohol on board. It said there was one unruly incident reported for every 562 flights last year, up from 1%, 835 flights in 2021. You know, this is why, what I don't know. It seemed like, and I'm telling you, it seemed like bad behavior everywhere just gotten worse after the pandemic. I don't know what it is, but there's also this sense of entitlement. Real, real crazy sense of entitlement since the pandemic that people feel, feel like they're owed so much for their time lost that you go on the plane and you just treat everybody like shit. No, that doesn't work like that. In fact, what they need to probably start doing is putting more people on the FAA's fucking no-fly list. As soon as you do some dumb shit like trying to scrap or fight or something on the plane, causing a disruption, you're, you're out of there, buddy. But, you know, it's not like a, a train or a bus where you can kick people out of. You can't kick somebody out of a plane 35,000 feet in the air. No. I mean, what can you do? Let's say you've, if you got uh, six more hours to a flight and somebody just starts spazzing out. And then before you know it, like, you got this person on the plane. All you can do is just kind of hogtie them, tape them up, make them sit down. But you can't kick them off the plane. That's the shit that sucks. But, yeah, man, I, I it's... And this is not just, this is on all modes of transportation, man. It seems like people are just bugging the fuck out ever since the pandemic. You would think, like, people would just be happier and more chilled after sitting in the house for over a year. But no. I I just, just, no, I guess it don't work that way. I don't know. Oh, uh, let's see. I got about almost 10 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, let's see. Trying to find some more articles to kind of pass the time. Sorry, give me a second. I'm just trying to find something nifty nifty for me to read to you guys. Even though you might have already heard it uh, multiple times over. Let's see though. Um, let's see what else we got here. Hmm. The other articles we got. I don't want to see a pretty feet article. I don't want to see that shit. Um, let me see what we got here. What do we have here? Damn, I got no news. Oh, here's a stupid. I guess I don't know if you want to call this story stupid, but uh, here's a story. Oprah Winfrey is reportedly leaving her thirty million dollars to her dogs. That's right. Just to think, a dog or dogs, plural, is going to have more money than you. Just imagine your clown ass waking up every morning for a 9 to 5, and meanwhile, dog, who can't even talk or wipe its own ass, is making more money than you. All right, let's get a little bit more into this article. It says, uh, every dog has its day, as the saying goes. Oh, by the way, this is out of Fenora.com. It says, every dog has its day, as the saying goes. Well, Oprah Winfrey pooches will have a bankroll when she passes. She reportedly plans to leave her canine friends a total of $30 million when she dies. Pet inheritance and pet net worth are two of the many unique privileges that the rich and famous can afford. When Betty White died in 2021, her golden retriever Pontiac came into $5 million. Oprah estimated to be worth $2.5 billion is no exception to being a celebrity animal lover. And she has apparently made that if anything were to happen to her and that her pets will get $30 million. Quote, Oprah has a, a menagerie of animals and she wants them to be pampered for the rest of their lives if she were to die first. 
She told uh, a source told, uh, told Australia Women's Day magazine more than a decade ago in tw- uh, 2007. As per News 24, she has four dogs plus various other pets, so she rewrote her will to include millions for their care. It's hard to pin down how many dogs the former queen of daytime TV has since the initial report about Winfrey's will was something was some time ago, but the news resurfaced uh, early this year. Yes, dogs are going to have more money than you. But you know what? In this case, you got they. she has to probably give these dogs more security because these dogs are extremely valuable now. Well, they'll be even more valuable when she is gone. So that's that's bonkers to think about, you know. But it seems like the money would just go to the care of the dog. So whoever is the caretaker will have enough money to support the dogs for the rest of their lives. Which is not very long anyway for a dog. So, I mean, either way. But that's just crazy. Dogs, just giving them, give the dogs money. But this woman is worth over $2 billion. So, if that's what she wants to do with her money uh, when she dies, then so be it. I'm just like, that's that's kind of crazy when you think about it. But, yeah. If that's what she wants to do, so be it. Alrighty now. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I got about uh, nine minutes roughly. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, trying to find us a story for the next uh, some, odd, some odd minutes. Let's see. Uh, seems like there's not much going on. I'm sorry, I'm still looking. Let's see, let's go to Fox News. Again, like I said, I just don't, it's whatever to me, I just try to find news articles, okay? Fox, CNN, that shit could be from Sesame Street, television, I don't care. Um, It's news. So, it is what it is. Uh, Let's see. New, uh, the post office reveals states where mail carriers faced the most dogs last year. Let's get into that a little bit. It says more than 5,300 postal workers across the U.S. were attacked by dogs while trying to deliver mail in 2022, according to the U.S. Postal Service. The U.S. Postal Service revealed the number last t- Thursday in its national rankings of dog bites ahead of National Dog Bite Awareness Week. Oh, God. Topping the list of states with the most dog bites was California. In 2022, there were 675 incidents of postal workers being attacked by dogs in the Golden State while on the job, up from 656 the year prior. Texas came in second with more than 400 incidents uh, recorded in 2022, followed by New York and Pennsylvania at 321 and 313, respectively. Uh, The Postal Service said many of these attacks came from dogs who owners had regularly stated, my dog won't bite. Well... If anyone tells you their dog don't bite, they fucking bite. Okay, look, all dogs bite. There is no such thing as my dog will not bite. My dog is harmless. And don't think for a second it's the pit bulls and the rottweilers and the county corsos. No, it's the fucking chihuahuas and other toy dogs with a uh, size complex that will bite you first. Hey, look, if, if, if they can't control their dogs, sue the fuck out of them. They don't need dogs. If they're sitting there just letting their dog do... Do that, okay? Now, you can't punish the dog for being a dog, okay? You, you really can't. But you can sure and hell punish the, the caretakers, the owners, the masters. You could punish them for doing that, for letting the shit happen. And it shouldn't happen, but here we go. Like, if you know, okay, look, here's a tip. 
if you know what time your post office, your postal worker comes around to give you mail, perhaps should be the time you should have your dog inside, okay, and not fucking around with the mailman. Period. Because no, no mail person should should go through that. It's bad enough they got to sit here and do that job, you know, going to different houses, bringing mail, but you're making it harder for them to do that shit because you got you got a dog outside. So, you know, and they got to go deal with that. Nobody wants to deal with that shit. Yeah. So, like I said, just do better with your dog. Do better. All right. So, uh, got about five more minutes. I could probably squeeze a couple of stories in there. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Huh. Okay. So, here's this news article. Now, I followed this a few months ago. Uh, the Virginia mom, where her son bought a gun to school and shot the teacher. The teacher survived, luckily, but it's kind of crazy. Like, where did the kid get the gun from? Obviously, somewhere in the house. And why did they bring it to school? So this was published uh, today. It says, Virginia mom, whose six-year-old son allegedly shot teacher facing federal gun drug charges. <coughs> wow. It says, uh, Deja Taylor, the Virginia mom of a six-year-old boy accused of shooting his elementary school teacher back in January, is now facing federal drug and gun charges. Court documents filed Monday said Taylor bought a firearm from a gun shop in Grafton, Virginia late last uh, late July last year while knowing that she was an unlawful user of a controlled substance. The document said Taylor made a false written statement when filing out paperwork for the gun purchase at Winfrey uh, Firearms. Taylor indicated she was not an unlawful user or addicted to marijuana or any depressant stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance, when in fact, as she then knew, she was an unlawful user of marijuana, the court documents said. Uh, marijuana is legal in Virginia, but federal law requires prospective gun owners to disclose on documents whether they use federally in legal substances like marijuana. Fox News Digital has, contract, has contacted Taylor's attorney, Jimmy Ellison, for comment on behalf of his client. In a statement to local outlets, Ellison said Taylor plans to enter guilty plea to the charges. So not only did your son shoot a teacher, but now you're facing charges for that and the drug use and lying about it. You, I'm telling you, 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 if you, you might want to tend to your son, <laughs> whip his ass. Well, I mean, again, sometimes these things have to happen to shine a light on something so dark. So you know what? She tried hiding that shit so long, and then look what happens. Now it just comes out. And now, you know, she has to deal with the consequences. Look, parents, put your guns up, lock your guns up, okay? Stop having your children get to these guns somehow. Now, kids are very clever, little sneaky things, and they do know how to get around. If you put your gun in a vulnerable spot, expect trouble. Put your gun up, put a safe on it, put a lock, put a combination, put a chain fence if you have to. Keep them guns out of those kids' hands. It only takes five pounds of pressure. Little kids can make that happen and have made that happen. It only takes five pounds of pressure. That's something to really think about how easy a kid can just get a gun and just, like, shoot just like that. All right. Um, oh, let's see here. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to squeeze in one more article, and then I'm, I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci, okay, because I only got about three minutes. Let's see what else um, is happening around this crazy world we call Earth. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, 
Another article, please. Let's see. And we got, going down the list, we got... See, I got about two minutes to beat this. Let me see how I can do this shit. Uh, see what else I got. What else we got? I don't think I got nothing else. Hold on here. Uh, not sure what the hell that was. Uh, no, I guess that's it. I'm not going to sit here and waste any more time. I got no more news. That was it. Which is not bad, but <laughs> that's it. No more news. All right, great. Now I can sleep better at night knowing I gave you the news. All right, so hey, thanks for listening to this podcast once again on Daily Mind. Tell your friends. Uh, email at the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Please email something. Give me an idea of what you would like for me to talk about um, because there's endless things to talk about in this world on a day to day basis. And it would help sometimes for me to think of a topic. I have a topic board in case, like, if something doesn't happen during the day or I don't hear anything cool to talk about. I can always pull off this board a topic to talk about. But if you got any ideas, once again, it's the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this episode. It sounds pretty good. All right, I'm going to take my ass to sleep and do this again. Oh, again, there's not going to be an episode tomorrow. Just giving you that heads up. So, afterwards, I guess Wednesday or whatever the day, just stay tuned for the next episode. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. Enjoy your evening, get some good night's sleep, and we'll do this again the next time. Ciao. Have a good night.